All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Way of the Truth Warrior. Today it is Wednesday, July the 14th. It's already mid-July 2021 at the height of the apocalypse. How are you all doing? How are you all doing? Okay, looks like we're good to go. Just double-checking the streams because I'm always paranoid they're not going to work. Welcome, welcome. Wow, I just spent the last three hours preparing this show. I was only going to, I thought it would take like 20 minutes, but uh, you know when you start jumping in and you just keep adding more and more. There's so much, so much. We're going to expose the ministry of truth. What's the truth? Can you handle the truth? You can't handle the truth. I think you can handle the truth. That's why I do this show. That's why I keep doing this research. Even when the truth gets scary, we got to handle it, right? We got to handle it. Um, quickly, let me just make sure Foxhole's rocking and rolling. Yes, it is. Hello, beautiful Foxhole. Fellow patriots around the world, wherever you're listening to, I'm going to give you lots of slings and arrows in your arsenal of facts and information and truth today. So stay tuned. Strap yourselves in. If you can't catch the whole live show, I totally understand not everybody has a couple hours to hang out with me, but try to get to the archive at least if you miss any part of this. I also prepared an 11-minute video for you to really encapsulate a lot of what we're going to be getting into today. So let me just uh, wait for a few more people to jump in here. Uh, make sure we're going live on the Rockfin as well. Yes, we are live on the Rockfin. Very good, very good. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play the video. Should I play the video? I want more people to see the video. Maybe I'll go through a few uh, a few other things first as because I see people jumping in here. Hello over on DLive. What's up? How's everybody over there? Let me just check on my chat. There we go. Good, good, good. Okay. So there is so much happening and all these things that are happening, you're learning about from very few sources. And I know many of the people that tune into my show because I broadcast from the dark web now. Uh, I know many of you are already on board. You are, a lot of you are educated about a lot of this stuff, but I just, there's always more people waking up, especially now. I think every day that goes by, more people are starting to scratch their head and go, hmm, Something just doesn't seem quite right about what they're telling us. And so you're all out there looking for where do you find the real facts? How do we know what's the truth and what's the lies? Right? If we can't trust our elected politicians or selected politicians for the most part, if we can't trust the mainstream media for the most part, if we can't trust a lot of the sources that we've been raised and told that we can trust, who do we trust? Who do we trust? Well, I'm an advocate that you should learn how to trust yourself. You should learn to equip your mind with the ability to have pattern recognition, to be able to learn about what propaganda and lies actually are and get really familiar with that, the history of it, how it works, how it operates, how it operates in your own mind, how we lie to ourselves. That's a good place to start just to kind of get a feeling for how to see if other people are lying to you, right? 
we're all mirrors for each other. Um, and again, I don't have any final word on this. I'm just presenting what I got for you. And you know, you're the one that has to go out and validate it for yourself, fact check it for yourself, think for yourself. I'm not the mainstream media, my friends. I'm here to give you an alternative perspective and information. It's just raw information that you can then use in your own exploration of trying to find out what the truth is. Someone say, hello, hipster. Why do you think I'm a hipster? I'm not a hipster. <laughs> it's because of the beard, isn't it? I just like beards. My, my daughter calls me beardo. It's kind of a joke. Uh, anyways, so what was I saying? I was saying we really, really, really need to start thinking for ourselves, like really fast. You guys see what's going on in Cuba right now? See that stuff? I got a few things coming up about that. Um, interesting how they don't want Cubans to come in. Did you see that uh, that statement from, I'm not sure who the guy was, but he was basically saying, don't come here. Don't come to the US. We don't want any freedom fighting anti-communists in this country right now, right in the middle of us staging a big communist takeover of the United States. Okay, we don't want people coming into this country that love freedom and are sick and tired of tyranny and a horrible economy run by tyrants because they loot all these people blind and turn their countries into third world countries. Um, what else we got? We got massive uprisings and resistance going on in France. Viva la France. Shout out to all my uh, good friends in France. I have many. I hear from you. I use Google Translate. I don't speak French, but I really appreciate you all getting out there and uh, trying to do something. I don't know if protests are really what's going to win this, but at least we're getting the optics so that everybody out there that thinks they're alone in this knows they're not alone. The powers that be sweat a little bit, you know, the media has to cover it, even though they try to spin it, they're forced to cover it because it's too big of a statement. So there's, there's some positives to it. Um, I think the solutions are going to be more internal. They're going to be more psychological and spiritual. Um, but Hey, that's just me. Good to see some people that are seeing what's up in France because Macron announced the vaccine passports are coming to town and people aren't having it. They're not having it. And that's good to see. Uh, this is starting to roll out. I don't know if you guys noticed this. This is something you got to notice, pattern recognition. They are announcing, they're trying to inch this goalpost towards the mandate, mandated va vaccines and the passports and the IDs and all that kind of stuff and the splitting of the two different groups in society now, causing more division, more strife, more battles amongst ourselves. Uh, they are trying to roll this out simultaneously in different towns, cities, states, countries all at once. Have you noticed that? It's always coordinated. Who's coordinating it? Who's coordinating that? Who writes the scripts? We're going to get into some of that today as to who writes the scripts. And actually, I recommend if you didn't catch it, go check out my Monday show where I went down the deep, dark rabbit hole of uh, the Georgia Guidestones and all that stuff just to kind of go, wow, that's something we should be thinking about. What's all that stuff about? What's with all these quotes going back over 200 years of these top elites saying that there's too many human beings on the planet and we got to do a massive reduction of the human population before 2030. What's up with that? And then here we are. You know what I'm saying? So go check out Monday's show. I thought it was pretty good. We even got into some alien shit, if you're into that. Um, but yeah, today, Operation Mockingbird, Ministry of Truth, 
COVID-1984. Oh, what's the cookie? I'm looking on, uh, thank you, Ohio Kimmy. How are you doing? And by the way, I'm seeing a bunch of gold pills in there. Thank you guys so much. I'm just going to let them sit there and build up a nice little fat gold pills bank account so that I can get my new camera that I want to get. I want to get a new camera. That's my goal. I want to get that new Sony camera. Looks so good. So I can start filming that Cult of the Medic series for you because I want it to be gold. So I'm working on it. Um, all right. I think I've been jawing long enough here. How many people we got? Eh, it's not so bad. We had more on Monday. That's okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to go through. Now we're going to do the video. Let's do the video. I've been working hard on it. I'm going to play this video in this stream. And then I'm also going to post this video to my rumble and my BitChute account. Cause you can catch me on rumble and BitChute. If I upload the video I'm about to play to you to YouTube, <laughs> I think the world would end. I think YouTube would just shut all their internet communications off, just like the Cuban government did in Cuba. <laughs> Very interesting how they do that, eh? Oh, the power went out. Sorry, you guys can't access the internet to organize and, and learn stuff. Um, anyways, okay. So what happens when I... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to mute myself and bring up the video. And let's watch it together. Agenda 21 is dependent on the Hegelian dialectic, and that says that a crisis is created and a solution is posed, and the balance between the two then becomes the new normal. And the balance between the two then becomes the new normal, which is something that you never would have accepted. But now that there's a crisis, then you are forced or pressured to accept this new this new solution. Now imagine a world where mass outbreaks of deadly diseases are commonplace. Well, it sounds scary, but that might not be too far off. The World Health Organization has warned in a BBC interview that we're entering a new phase where such a reality is, quote, a new normal. As the coronavirus pandemic brings life across the country to a grinding halt, Americans are facing a new normal. It is a new normal that we all have to get used to. I know a big question, Tom, from a lot of New Yorkers. When might we ever get back to normal? Uh, the governor talked today about working toward a new normal. So we're going to a different place, which is a new normal. So, Bill, you know, here we are. Um, many people are aware that, that you warned of this in the New England Journal of Medicine and, and during a TED Talk just a couple of years back. So what do we need to do uh, right now in order to reopen the country to get back to, you know, some sort of normalcy and, and sort of set a new normal, whatever the new normal is? Well, I, I will say it's three phases. The acute phase we're in now, the semi-normal phase until we get a vaccine, and the semi-normal phase until we get a vaccine, and then the truly normal phase after the vaccine has protected all of us. Agenda 21 is dependent on the Hegelian dialectic, and that says that a crisis is created and a solution is posed, and the balance between the two then becomes the new normal, which is something that you never would have accepted. But now that there's a crisis, then you are forced or pressured to accept this new, this new solution. COVID is the world's new normal. I've been watching for some days, and this is not unique to New Zealand, that in the midst of what is a global issue, as you would expect, there are a number of rumours that circulate. Uh, I am present on social media, I see it myself. 
I cannot go around and individually dismiss every single rumour I see on social media, as tempted as I might be. So instead I want to send a clear message to the New Zealand public. Um, we will share with you the most up-to-date information daily. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, you can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will continue to be your single source of truth. Probably say it three more times, see? In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in kind of catapult the propaganda. Kind of catapult the propaganda. Because you people and 62 million other Americans are listening to me right now. Because less than 3% of you people read books. Because less than 15% of you read newspapers. Because the only truth you know is what you get over this tube. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. People being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal. We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. Television is not the truth. Television is a goddamn amusement park. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? Put it this way: Money trumps um, peace sometimes. The SARS-CoV-2 alpha variant, first detected in the UK, is very contagious and may cause severe symptoms. It's the new anthem of a hot back summer. Juvenile released this riff on his 1999 classic, I remember it well, Encourage every, encouraging everyone to get that jab. Hopefully, it works. But on a serious note, as of now, the vaccination rate has nearly stalled among many demographic groups. And people of color continue to bear the brunt with black, Latino, and indigenous people three times more likely than whites to be hospitalized from COVID and twice as likely to die. We begin here with the alarming headline on the coronavirus today. Britain's prime minister said today that they believe that this UK variant that we're now seeing here in the US in at least 21 states tonight that it's not only much more contagious, but it's also more deadly. Pfizer giving an update on its strategy around potential booster shots that might be needed uh, against COVID-19. They are saying that while it looks promising just to give a third potential booster of their original uh, vaccine in terms of boosting the antibody levels, out of precaution, they are developing a Delta-targeted uh, booster, potential booster shot. It's the news we were hoping not to hear. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says there's now evidence to suggest the new coronavirus variant first detected in the UK is not only more contagious, but more deadly as well. I'll probably say it three more times, see? In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda.
We deal in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. We're all you know. You're beginning to believe the illusions we're spinning here. You're beginning to think that the tube is reality and that your own lives are unreal. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You eat like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. You even think like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. The fake news. They tell you fake news. It's fake news. Fake Good evening and thanks for watching Verse Forecast. I'm meteorologist April Moss and happy Father's Day. Today we saw temperatures above normal again, topping out at 85 degrees at Metro Airport. Plenty of sunshine today, but all good things must come to an end and that starts as early as tomorrow morning with showers moving in around 8 a.m. And speaking of a brand new week, I will be sitting down this week with Project Veritas to discuss the discrimination that CBS is enforcing upon its employees. Tune in to Project Veritas for my full story. Now, later Monday, we will see those showers continuing through late morning. And Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being too subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. COVID-19 has swamped South America, which has suffered a quarter of the world's deaths, even though it's less than 10% of the planet's population. Most Peruvians are unvaccinated, allowing the Lambda variant to spread and take over as the dominant strain in just a few months. We know of 11, but there could be further ones in the provinces that are just being gathered at, at this moment. And we don't know the full impact. I think we've all learned the hard way not to underestimate this virus. And it's only a matter of time before more resistant variants emerge. But we don't want fake news. I'm not finished fake news. Can I'm you not going to give you a fake news? Don't be fake news. So I don't know what fake news. you're reading, but I guess that would be another example of, as you say, fake news.
someone asks you that whether I should take the vaccine or not or if you want to explain someone that why you should not take the vaccine and you just have one minute to do that what do you say to them it is an experimental procedure that has no data on safety or efficacy they are introducing brand new technologies never before unveiled on humanity um, it's genetic modification and it's also nanotechnology um, the adverse events are astronomical right now for something that is on par with just the flu season. So there should never be that much risk taken for so little benefit. Okay. Well, there you have it. I've been working hard on that video this morning. I hope it uh, had a positive effect. I will be posting that again, as I said, on my Rumble and BitChute so you guys can share it out. Um, I'll probably put it up on Rockfin also um, because we got to get better ways of trying to reach people. Not everybody can sit through a two-hour podcast, so I'm always going to keep working to make shorter clips, um, edit together some nice watchable clips for you to share out because we need all the weapons in our arsenal to get this message and information out as possible. Um, another good place to check out if you want shorter versions of the work that I do is I've been working hard over at my TikTok. You can go follow me at TikTok or at TikTok, at DWTruthWare over on TikTok. And I've got a bunch of little short clips. They're all like one minute, two minute, three minutes max. Um, and sometimes it's my commentary. Sometimes I just, you know, it's doctors and experts and other stuff. So go check that out. Uh, what else was I going to tell you? You know, basically, I think we all get it, but I'm really going to hammer it home because it's important that we have the whole picture about how this whole thing works. Uh, and I'm just going to do my best to show that to you. So I'm going to go right away into some slides. These are some quotes and some different things I wanted to bring up about this idea of, uh, you know, the media where we're getting our information, ministry of truth, etc. And for those of you who are somehow unaware of what the ministry of truth is, um, you have to go check out the movie or read the book 1984 by George Orwell. Um, it was actually his pen name. His real name was Eric Blair. And uh, he was actually involved with Huxley and the Fabian Society and things like that. So this guy, he didn't have a crystal ball. He just kind of had an advanced notice on what the agenda was. So um, you can go read the book and I've been reading it again recently because I feel as though it's all happening. It's all happening and more. So the ministry of truth is the ministry of propaganda. As with the other ministries in the novel, the name ministry of truth is a misnomer because in reality it serves as the opposite. Is this sounding familiar? It is responsible for any necessary fabric, fabricate or falsification of historical events However, like in the other ministries, the name is also apt because it decides what truth is in Oceania. 
as well as administering truth in quotes, the ministry spreads a new language amongst the populace called new speak in which, for example, truth is understood to mean statements like two plus two equals five. And guys, you're watching the news. You see that new normal stuff, shelter in place, social distancing, a double vax summer. They're creating a new language because they know, they know in order to get you to take a new idea on board in your mind, they need to give you a new way of thinking about it. And so they're really, really, really good at creating these little buzzwords that can be used in media headlines, that can be repeated over and over and over by every journalist on the face of the earth, putting it into back of your subconscious mind. Repetitive nature of this is, is really, really key. You keep repeating it over and over again, like Bush said, you got to catapult the propaganda. Uh, so yeah, two plus two equals five. That's the world we live in now. And when the situation warrants is what this is saying. So in keeping with the concept of doublethink, the ministry is thus aptly named in that it creates and manufactures truth in the new speak sense of the word. The book describes the doctoring of historical records. <laughs> and by golly, there's been a lot of that going on for a long time uh, to show a government approved version of events. Is any of this ringing any bells, my friends? So with that, Let's get into some of the great quotes here that I've got for you. Kaboom. All right. So this is Hannah Ardent. And you have to go and read her books. These are uh, a couple really, really, really good quotes that I wanted to bring up so that you have an understanding of someone who lived it. I try to go to the people that live through this stuff, like Solzhenitsyn, Arndt, Rand, um, you know, so many others um, that we could mention about having direct experience with totalitarian regimes. I hope we get to talk to some more of these Cubans, these Cuban patriots. Um, I know many, I have many friends from Cuba, from Venezuela, from Romania, from Poland, from Russia, etc., who lived through these types of regimes and uh, even from China. And they are trying to scream bloody murder right now because they see the same things happening in the West that they came to for freedom, right? Fleeing totalitarian regimes. They see the same things happening here. Okay. So no, this is not about stopping a flu. This is about bringing in a whole great reset as Klaus Schwab likes to say, but let's go back into history. Let's see if we get any insight. So Hannah says the ideal subject of totalitarian rule is not the convinced Nazi or the convinced communist, but people for whom the distinction between fact and fiction i.e. the reality experience, and the distinction between true and false, i.e. the standards of thought, no longer exist. So this isn't about what camp somebody's in, what political, they don't care. These, these elites, these people who understand propaganda, the social engineers, the people who craft the narrative to try to control the mind of the public, as Bernays called it, the public mind, funny enough, uh, they are looking to create a schizophrenic divide in your mind. It's called cognitive dissonance. Um, this is, and they also, it, it, they rely heavily on anxiety. Anxiety is their best friend. You know, fear as a word can be used as sort of a general word, but anxiety is the real one because anxiety is something that stays with you. It doesn't go away. Fear could be momentary. And then when the thing that scares you passes or you've gained some courage, the fear is gone, but anxiety lives with you. It lives inside you. It gnaws away at you. It eats away at you. 
So for them, opening up, closing down, letting you out of your prison, putting you back in your prison. Oh, it's the summer. Okay, you guys can have a little bit of freedom. Oh, we got some stuff coming in the fall though. So, you know, just a heads up. Hinting that, you know, we're on a prison yard recess right now because opening, closing, um, giving you momentary reprieve, giving you false hope, and then bringing you back into it again. This is what they do in concentration camps, prisons, etc., in order to uh, uh, mind control the prisoners so that they lose the will to resist and fight back. And that's what they're trying to do globally, in my opinion. So this is really, really key, this quote from Hannah Arndt. And then she has another follow-up to this. She says, before mass leaders seize the power to fit reality to their lies, their propaganda is marked by its extreme contempt for facts as such. <laughs> oh, that sounds a bit familiar to me. For in their opinion, fact depends entirely on the power of man who can of a man who can fabricate it. So before mass leaders seize the power to fit reality to their lies, their propaganda is marked by its extreme contempt for the facts. We're seeing this because this is an age-old blueprint that has worked with different groups of people, all the genders, all the races, all the religious back, doesn't matter. This works on human psychology, and they know it. That if they keep telling you a lie to your face over and over again, the first few times you're going to like, this is nonsense, this is ridiculous, oh my God, they're lying through their teeth, and eventually you just believe it. Or they weaken your will to fight back, and whether you believe it or not, you still go along with the program. Age-old blueprint of how to dominate a nation and take it over from within. That we got to have Bernays in here. It's a popular quote, but I'm going to bring it in anyways because it's very relevant. Keep in mind, he wrote this in 1928, okay? 1928. Those who manipulate the organized habits and opinions of the masses constitute an invisible government, deep state, which is the true ruling power of the country. It remains a fact that in almost every act of our daily lives, whether in the sphere of politics or business, in our social conduct, or our ethical thinking, we are dominated by the relatively small number of persons. Hey, was he wearing a tinfoil hat when he wrote this? Uh, it is they who pull the wires which control the public mind. Mind control, it exists. Who harness old social forces and contrive new ways to bind and guide the world. As civilization has become more complex and as the need for invisible government has been increasingly demonstrated, the technical means have been invented and developed by which opinion may be regimented. There's nothing going on, guys. Those crazy conspiracy people, they're just all crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just a bunch of paranoid freaks that read too many things on the interwebs. Let's go to some of the horse's mouth for a minute, though. Go to uh, Mao Zedong, one of the biggest mass murderers in the 20th century. He says, taken as a whole, the Chinese revolutionary movement led by the Communist Party embraces the two stages, i.e. the democratic and the socialist revolutions, which are two essentially different revolutionary processes. And the second process can be carried through only after the first has been completed. Take notes, guys. Take notes. You get that? Taken as a whole, the revolutionary movement led by the Communist Party embraces the two stages. Do you guys remember the Yuri Bezmenov clip? KGB defector interviewed by G. Edward Griffin in like the 70s. 
um, where he was talking about the four stages of how a common, like the four stages that's known about by the KGB and the Communist International about how to take over a country from within. You're, you see that one? Destabilization, demoralization, introduce a crisis, and then introduce normalization. Where, what stage are we at right now? We're in the new normal. Don't forget. Okay. But this is a blueprint that these bastards have used over and over again. And it's always led to mass death, poverty, starvation, and genocide. Okay. Just so you know. Um, so yeah, you use, but you have to do it strategically because they know the public won't bite down on it because it's bullshit. It takes time to let the propaganda sink in, right? Like Bush said, you got to catapult that shit. It takes some time for the truth to sink in. The truth in quotes. So he's saying we embrace two stages, i.e. the democratic and the socialist revolutions, which are two essentially different revolutionary processes. And the second process can be carried through only after the first has been completed. So this starts well in advance under the guise of ponies and rainbows and love and light and brotherhood of man and uniting the world and ending division and racism and evil and all that kind of stuff. That's how it starts. Because they know that's what the humanity wants. They know, they know how to play you over by your virtues. Right? But it's a plan to go to what? Well, he continues. The democratic revolution is the necessary preparation for the socialist revolution. So you wonder why all the left-wing parties suddenly started going from just, you know, your classic liberal left uh, ideology, which actually was there to defend the little guy, was actually there to keep an eye on the media and the government, was, li was li the critic of the government and power of all kinds, corporate power, all that kind of stuff, right? But there was a flaw in it that it was so open. It was the open party, the party of openness. So it was the most ripe for infiltration so that they could switch it from a democratic revolution and get rid of any of the good, classic, liberally, humanitarian type people that just want to keep an eye on Big Brother. And you switch them for socialists. Right. And then you prepare the socialist revolution. And then he continues. And then the socialist revolution is the inevitable sequel to the democratic revolution. However, it's not even about the socialist revolution. So all your socialist loving friends out there who think they're just, you know, they're listening to the media and the celebrities and they're just they love humanity and they mean well. Right. They don't get that. They're also going to be cannon fodder because the ultimate aim for which all communists strive for is to bring about a socialist and communist society, meaning total domination over the means of production and your, and your life, which is where we're headed on a global scale. So he's got a few other ones. Uh, Mr. Mao. We should go to the masses and learn from them, synthesize their experience into better, more articulated principles and methods then do propaganda among the masses and call upon them to put these principles and methods into practice. So what's he saying here? We should go to the masses, right? The crowd, the mobs, who don't think for themselves. They rely 100% on looking around to see if everybody else is doing it to get their moral code and their operational manual of how they're going to live. Uh, so we go to the masses and we learn from them. We synthesize their experience into better, more articulated principles and methods. So basically, we take a bunch of dumb arguments that people just believe without thinking, and we make them a little bit smarter, and we tune them up a little bit. And then we take that, and we do propaganda amongst the masses. So we took from the masses 
reformulated it, and then gave it back to them in a form of propaganda. And then we call upon them to put these principles and methods into practice. So he's talking about how they introduce ideas into your mind. But you don't see it because you trust blindly these known liars and criminals who couldn't give two shits about you. Wherever there is struggle, there is sacrifice. And death is a common occurrence, especially if you live in Mao's China. But we have the interests of the people and the sufferings of the great majority at heart. And when we die for the people, it is a worthy death. This is why everybody needs to go read Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> like you just, there's so many gems in that book that will wake you up to what really ends up happening when you go to a form of extreme altruism where you're really just now a sacrificial animal and you're no longer a free thinking individual that wants to take care of yourself so that you could actually do some good in the world. No, no, we don't want that. We want collectivism. We want a hive mind. We want people to die for the cause, the cause of the people, the people, the group, the, the crowd, the masses that we broke. He just said we programmed them. And now we want you all to go to die for them, for this ideal that we're going to put in front of you. But it's a worthy death. Don't forget. We communists are like seeds and the people are like the soil. Wherever we go, we must unite with the people, take root and blossom among them. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let's infiltrate not just a country. Let's infiltrate the minds of everybody and blossom. And it wasn't just, whoa, 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 what's going on, slideshow? It wasn't just the, the communists. Everybody thinks there was a war between the communists and the Nazis, and they're on two different ends of the political spectrum. Well, that just ain't true. Um, you really got to go and check out uh, this amazing interview, which I will post in the afternotes of this show by Professor Anthony Sutton, where he basically proves in his books, Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler, and all these, he has a series of books on that, of the financing that was done by American and British banks and Swiss banks, um, and basically elite, you know, high-flying international bankers and, and secret society members and royal elites, uh, financing three different experiments simultaneously of socialism, which is just collectivism. Um, and they financed Hitler, the rise of Hitler. They financed the rise of Stalin, the Bolshevik revolution. And they also financed Franklin D. Eleanor Roosevelt, who wrote the, the great deal or the new deal. And now what your democratic, uh, peeps in the U S are talking about is the green new deal is just a, a remix of that with all the climate change, extinction rebellion bullshit stuff. So anyways, we got Hitler on propaganda just to, you know, get it from some of these dictators from their mouth, right? This is from his book, Mein Kampf. He says, the function of propaganda does not lie in the scientific training of the individual. Note the uh, interesting phrase right there, the scientific training of the individual, okay? But in calling the attention of the masses to certain facts, processes, necessities, calling your attention to it, whose significance is for the first time placed within their field of vision. So he's just, that first sentence will tell you he's actually giving you the recipe for how stage, how stage hypnotists are able to hypnotize people from different backgrounds and bring them on stage and all of a sudden they're doing stuff they normally wouldn't do. And he's giving you also the actual 
blueprint for how to install propaganda in people's minds, right? Because it wasn't in your field of vision before, but now it is because we brought it to it. He says, all propaganda must be popular and its intellectual level must be adjusted to the most limited intelligence among those it is addressed to. <laughs> so we got to dumb it down a little bit, you know, back it off. Consequently, the greater the mass it is intended to reach, the lower its purely intellectual level will have to be. We must avoid excessive intellectual demands on our public, and too much caution cannot be extended in this direction. The more modest its intellectual ballast, the more exclusively it exploits the emotions of the masses. Hmm. Remember I've been saying they're getting you to think emotively instead of logically? The more effective it will be, is, is what he's saying. So the more exclusively it exploits the emotions of the masses, the more effective it will be. So if they keep plastering fear, fear, virus, Delta variant, Lambda variant, it's under the bed. It's on all the countertops of everything you touch, basically creating a, you know hypochondriasis in the entire public of the world. Uh, that is getting them on an emotional level where they're you know experiencing fear twenty four seven, and now they've got them under the spell. Easy to control. Push a button, off they go. And this is the best proof of the soundness or unsoundness of a propaganda campaign. Not its success in impressing a few scholars. So we can bypass those pesky intellectual people or people who think, you know, a little bit more holistically that might interrupt this process, although they do have special brands of propaganda specifically for the intellectual class. So just because you got people that you think are smart around you that have a bunch of PhDs and stuff on their wall uh, doesn't mean they are somehow immune from propaganda. The art of propaganda, he says, lies in understanding the emotional ideas of the great masses and finding, through a psychologically correct form, the way to the attention and thence to the heart of the broad masses. The fact that our bright boys do not understand this merely shows how mentally lazy and conceited they are. Once understood how necessary it is for propaganda in, in being adjusted to the broad mass, the following rule results. It is a mistake to make propaganda many-sided like a scientific instruction, for instance. The receptivity of the great masses is very limited. Their intelligence is small, but their power of forgetting is enormous. <laughs> it's true. In consequences of these facts, all effective propaganda must be limited to a very few points and must harp on these in slogans until the last member of the public understands what you want him to understand by your slogan. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the function of the mainstream six corporately, six company owned uh, media. Okay. That's their function. They are owned and funded by the people that want to control the narrative. So they report what they're told. If you think you're getting unbiased news, I really don't know what to tell you. As soon as you sacrifice this slogan and try to be many sided, the effect of propaganda, he's saying, will piddle away. For the crowd can neither digest nor retain the material offered. In this way, the result is weakened and in the end entirely canceled out. Thus we see that propaganda must follow a simple line and correspondingly the basic tactics must be psychologically sound. What, for example, would we say about a poster that was supposed to advertise a new soap and that described other soaps as good? We would only shake our heads. Exactly the same applies to political advertising. 
So he's basically saying, we can't go out and just say, you should have soap brought to you by soap. <laughs> it's got to be a particular brand of soap, right? The function of propaganda is, for example, not to weigh and ponder the rights of different people, but exclusively to emphasize the one right it has set out to argue. Its task is not to make an objective study of the truth, because we really wouldn't want that, would we? Insofar as it favors the enemy and then set it before the masses with academic fairness, its task is to serve our own right always and unflinchingly. Our own right, the divine right of kings, the right to rule you, farm animals, we're going to make sure that it's always our right that is protected, not your rights, and make sure that our propaganda is crafted to protect our rights and definitely not yours. All right. I think you guys get the point. This is, uh, there's nothing new under the sun, okay? And now we'll just kind of mosey on over to CIA's Operation Mockingbird. This is from William J. Casey, who was the director of the CIA uh, at one point in time. He says... We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what else everybody needs to hear um, because these people just say it in the open. Like I said in the show on Monday, this is part of them fulfilling their weird occult beliefs in karma and, and nat natural law and all of that, that they believe that so long as you just blindly go along with it and actually believe the lie, they have a right to lie to you. And they actually do like as, as much as that sucks for me to say, they have a right to lie to you because they're capable of lying and they're lying to you, but you have a right to inform yourself to protect your mind from the propaganda and choose to continue to pursue the truth on your own and not believe them. They have the right to sell you whatever they want. You have a right to decline the sale of goods. In this case, they're selling you lies and they're telling you to your face that they're selling you lies. And then they're going to continue to sell you lies. And the fact that people still haven't learned this lesson and are still running around doing this ridiculous nonsense they're telling you to do right now tells you everything you need to know. And actually, it's kind of an interesting concept when you think about it that uh, we maybe don't want to hear, but we have to understand, which is that we are complying with our own enslavement. So who's to blame? I'm, I want, yeah, I'm going to blame these people. They're evil and twisted and they're psychopaths and they're power-hungry, uh, megalomaniacal, uh, can we say that word? Megalomaniacal maniacs. Um, but you got to go, well, okay, well, what are we going to do about it? There's just a few people. And if we stop just swallowing everything they're telling us and start thinking for ourselves and looking at source material and doing our own research and participating in this world and in our own freedom, um, then these people are out of business. It'd be like, like I've said about the, these different cults, like the Jim Jones cult or any of these other ones, the solar temple cult or, you know, Nexium or, you know, L. Ron Hubbard's cult or the Mormon cult or whatever, the COVID cult. Uh, these people are out of business the moment they don't have any followers, right? So anyways, let's, let's do, I got a few points that I made about it, okay? 
So just for those that are tuning into this, Operation Mockingbird was a CIA program that enlisted more than 400 American journalists, as well as journalists around the world, to manipulate public opinion by spreading propaganda, or what we call it today, fake news. Thank you, Trump. Um, as far as back as far back as the end of World War II, the Central Intelligence Agency has played a major role in news media here in the U.S., as well as in foreign nations, exerting considerable influence over what the public sees, hears, and reads on a regular basis. So we're not just dealing with these six major corporations that have their own interests in mind, that have all kinds of money with pharma and all these other things. Uh, we're also dealing with the intelligence industrial complex, all right? Operation Mockingbird, to which has been discussed by C-SPAN and was exposed in the 76 by a congressional report after a number of hearings, was a secret CIA plan to brainwash the masses by controlling the media. While Wikipedia still claims it was a, an alleged program, <laughs> Wikipedia, you are the CIA, uh, there is sufficient documentation that have been released by Freedom of Information Act requests that even liberal media outlets have admitted the conspiracy turned out to not be theoretical after all. Operation Mockingbird was part of the CIA Operation MK Ultra. is another one you should look into, a lot of which was done in Montreal and Ottawa, Canada, uh, where the CIA conducted highly unethical and morally reprehensible experiments, including drugs, hypnosis, electrical devices, as part of their mind control project. This, too, was investigated by Congress, and some believe both programs are still operational in some form today. Sorry about the blue. That's the, uh, those are all the links. I guess it just came through as blue. So I'll have to adjust that slide. So there's a couple notes from my notepad. These are the different techniques that are used in mockingbird propaganda type media. Uh, number one is fear. And as I said before, anxiety more importantly, because that's something that stays with you. Fear as a technique. So, quote, maintaining loyalty and obedience to the group by threatening soul, life, or limb for the slightest negative thought, word, or deed. So they play on, and this is, it, this is like textbook what we just witnessed and what we're still witnessing with all this COVID nonsense, um, which is that they're, they've weaponized this mechanism in human beings and turned it against us where we are, we, we naturally seek tribal recognition and we, we naturally are herd animals. We need a tribe, we're social creatures, we need uh, to have all of our beliefs and whatnot affirmed by the crowd in order for us to go along with it. It's extremely hard and difficult for the average human to pull themselves out of the matrix of the crowd, crowd control. Um, and so what they do is they work on maintaining loyalty and obedience using fear to the group and they threaten anything, whether it was the religions of the past, the priest cults, threatening your soul in the afterlife and controlling you that way, uh, threatening your actual life as we're starting to see in places like Cuba and other, other places and probably here soon enough, uh, or limb for the slightest negative thought, word or deed. So they're just whipping you for, uh, going against the status quo. And they know that you're going to go along with it. They have all the data that 80% of the general public will basically just do whatever they're told. The next one is rejection of old values. This was something I brought up on Monday's show as well. You know, get rid of those old traditional values. It's written on the Georgia Guidestones, by the way. So that's interesting. So rejection of old values. 
accelerating acceptance of new lifestyle by constantly denouncing former beliefs and values. You see any of that going around over the last, say, five to 10 years leading up to this? So they, if they want to change a society, they just have to slowly erode former beliefs, former traditions, you know, like believing in the constitution, believing in your country, believing in the family values, believing in your rights as a human being, believing in the right to own property, the right to defend yourself, the right to speak freely, the right to think, the right to associate freely, on and on, the right and freedom of movement, which we don't have in Canada anymore, etc. So they, if they want to get rid of those freedoms in order to maintain a monopolistic type of control over every aspect of your life, they need to start, as they remove those beliefs, they need to start installing new beliefs because they know they can't leave you in a vacuum. So they take away and then give back and they just keep emptying you out and then filling you up, emptying you out and then filling you up. And in the end, you're programmed by them and you think like them and you operate like them and then you are them. And then you go out and enforce that new tradition on everybody else that you know, and they don't even need to be there all the time. They've just do. It's like in sales. What's the number one way to be successful in sales? Duplication. You got to duplicate your efforts, duplicate yourself so that you don't have to be the one that's up 24 hours a day doing all the sales. You get other people to do it for you. You hire teams, you do things, but this can be weaponized against people. And this is how they replace your culture. They demoralize you they destabilize you, and then they replace your culture, your ideas, your beliefs, your religions, your everything with what they want. Just go read those Mao quotes again. The next one is hypersexualization. Why is hypersexualization important? Because there is a beautiful side of the human sexual appetite and the human, human sexuality, all right? But we're not taught that side of it. We're taught in a very scientific way about what sex is. And then we're taught by Hollywood and Katy Perry and <laughs> all these others. Hypersexualization, everything. Look at all the movies and television shows. You can't watch anything without there being a like constant, constant um, alluring images and, and clips and whatnot. And that wouldn't necessarily be just a bad thing in and of itself. It's just that when you do it to such excess, it it keeps people in a very uh, primitive way of thinking. And I'm not saying that from a perspective of uh, trying to, you know, demonize sexuality in any way. I'm not, I don't go from that. I'm not from that camp. There's a healthy form of sexuality. But when they do it like this, they know how to use this as a way of attracting you and you actually get turned on by their propaganda. You don't get turned on in a natural, healthy way anymore of just, you know, the normal ways that we are attracted to the opposite sex or whatever, um, to other human beings. We're, we're, we're not turned on by nature. We're not turned on by these things. We're not taught the Kama Sutra or whatever. We're taught a grotesque, distorted, deformed form of it. Where now they're starting to equate, it's becoming very necrophilous. If you watch a lot of these new music videos that are coming out, it's just absolutely horrific. Like that one where the guy is basically getting a lap dance and more from the devil. <laughs> it's a little bit uh, hypersexualization. But they know how to do this. It's very important that they do this because this is how they get into the roots of you, get into the deep parts of you, those lower chakras, right? Gratuitous violence. This is another thing. And again, there's places in film and in, in documentaries and in discussion, actually, 
for a certain level of violence in order to get a point across or whatever. Um, and violence also from a martial arts perspective, uh, we equate the word violence with violation, meaning if somebody's attacking you, so there's an appropriate response that needs to be done. Some would consider the response violence. I don't, it's justified. But when you have gratuitous violence constantly coming out of every media outlet, again, this desensitizes you, it gets into the root of your psyche, and it keeps you also in a state of anxiety. It also uh, helps you get comfortable with violence when it actually starts happening in real time around you. And it also uh, plays into the whole humans are just biological meat suits, computers, and life doesn't really have any meaning. And it just keeps desensitizing your soul from, you know, the, the more benign nature of yourself. So gratuitous violence is very important. Um, suppression and censorship is really key. We see that everywhere right now. And of course, the slander. Slander is one of the most effective forms of mind control and propaganda is all you have to do is slander your opponent. Just watch political debates. Just watch any two candidates running up to an election anywhere, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. But on the big mega level, uh, you have to slander alternative media. You have to slander any journalists like those journalists that are uh, coming out and blowing the whistle that I was showing in that clip. And there's many more. Um, you have to slander whistleblowers, which are look at all these doctors and experts and lawyers and journalists all over that are coming out and blowing the whistle on, on what they know to be true. You have to slander them. That's where you've got the fact checking websites. That's where you've got all these articles that are out there from every media publication. Uh, the minute any person from any, uh, any high level position comes out and starts saying, you know what guys, those lockdowns were a big mistake, or we better stop this vaccine and do more testing or the masks. You know what? They really didn't do anything. I don't know why we made everybody wear them. Those kind of things. Uh, they are immediately dethroned from their previous stature, which was beforehand unblemished. They are dethroned by the media uh, to completely destroy their credibility so that the public mind doesn't get disturbed and start thinking, well, wait a minute, we got two different sources of information. I got to start thinking for myself to figure out which one I think is true. We don't want any of that. So these are just a few notes on some of the techniques that are used, okay? Now I've got some notes on some examples, some milestones. So think about like Fast and Furious with the drug running. I'm just going to throw these at you. Uh, Mockingbird, obviously. Uh, we just talked about it. What about Project Artichoke, which is all about hypnosis? Remember I was mentioning hypnosis? Yeah, go look up Project Artichoke and enjoy yourself. There's lots of good documentaries out there. You can gain some knowledge about what they know about you. Operation MK Often. This was one that I wasn't even aware of, but this is infiltration of mystical black magic groups, psychedelics, mystics, Satanists, occults, etc. Go look up Operation MK often because they were looking to get all kinds of information out of those programs. Uh, we also have Operation Stargate, which is Project Psychic Spy, you know, getting into remote viewing and all that. Just interesting stuff that your tax dollars and black budget, all the black budget stuff's been going towards for many decades now. And every country has their version of these things. Um, and they've got a big, long list of information on how you tick. And then, of course, you can remember instances like Vietnam, Gulf of Tonkin incident, Iran-Contra, Watergate, WNDs in Iraq. And that list just goes on and on and on about conspiracies that weren't theories. 
Uh, you have false testimony and a massive U.S. propaganda machine bolstered by George H. Walker Bush's war on Iraq. They couldn't get the support to go to war, so what better thing to do was to put a little girl on talking about babies getting thrown out of incubators. You remember that famous um, fake news event? And of course, it is extremely important to remember as you read further that in 2013, the Obama administration repealed the anti-propaganda ban. Now, why would the Obama administration repeal the anti-propaganda ban? Freeing U.S. agencies to use propaganda against Americans. Interesting. A perfect example was the explosive Washington Post story that unnamed sources had told the Post that, quote, the CIA has concluded in a secret assessment that Russia intervened in the 2016 election to help Donald Trump win the presidency, rather than just to undermine confidence in the U.S. electoral system. And eventually, of course, a declassified report was released to which they still provided not a shred of evidence, still to this day, and in fact stated within that report that, quote, the report does not and cannot conclude the full supporting information. But again, they, they, remember what that Hitler quote was talking about? They don't care about facts. It's not about facts. It's just about creating opinions. They don't have to be true. <laughs> they just have to serve the state. So basically, with no evidence provided to the public, the CIA-led intelligence reports became national news, repeated by every other news outlet, repeated, Mockingbird, right? None of which have obtained or offered any actual evidence. But do they stop? Nope. That's how you know it's propaganda, folks. And then you got to get in even deeper. You got to get into the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations in, in Britain, which I had the honor of visiting years ago. <laughs> honor. Um, I, you got to look into the Fabian Society. I mean, I've talked about this many times, but I love bringing it up. I mean, just look at the actual symbol that they use. Could it be any more obvi obvious that you are a wolf in sheep's clothing? This is Sidney Webb, founder of the Fabian Society. To play those millions of minds, to watch them slowly respond to an unseen stimulus, to guide their aspirations without their knowledge, all of this whether in high capacities or in humble, is a big and endless game of chess of ever-extraordinary excitement. I'll just leave that one for you. And again, I'll be posting all of these over on my Telegram immediately after the show, so you have all these sources in your hands, and you can investigate this for yourselves. And there it is. You got the Fabian Society Modern Day. George Bernard Shaw, Sidney Oliver, W.M. Clark, Hubbard Bland, Sidney Webb, there he is, Annie Besant, etc. This goes way back. The Fabian Essays on Socialism. The Fabian Society, 1886 to 1887. There's nothing new under the sun, my friends. There's their quotes, liberty, equality, fraternity. All right? And that's it for the slides. So, and we could go, like, there's everything I'm bringing up is a whole deep dive, as I'm sure you're aware. And someone mentions gaslighting. Yes, absolutely. That's a big one. Imprinting, 
Yeah, Rockefellers. I mean, you guys know it. You guys know it. It's pretty obvious. Um, so where does this leave us? Where does this leave us now? Now that we know this, where does this leave us? Well, this leaves us in a place where I think scares a lot of people, which is it kind of leaves you on your own. You know what I mean? And I think that's what really people fear more than anything else. They're going to fight back against you when you present this information to them. They're going to fight back against you, not because they have a superior argument to make, not because they have uh, you know evidence that contradicts every little thing you said, not because they have anything other than just fear that what you're saying might actually be true. And the fact that this also gets into a very personal space of your own psychology, which most people are not trained to understand. They don't understand how to look within themselves and heal past trauma and um, understand their own psyche and their own psychology and what drives them so that they can create the life that they want, right? We're not really trained with that. We're trained with the opposite. We're trained to blindly trust and join the group and join the church and the cult and the state and the liberal, the new party. And we're not taught to think as, uh, as sovereign beings. And so it shouldn't really be a massive mystery as to why people are so willingly giving up freedom because the reason people are giving up freedom is they're not really knowing, knowingly giving up freedom. They're going to tell you, well, I'm not giving up freedom. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. Cause deep down what they're really giving up is freedom from responsibility of being free right? That's really what this is about. And why would they do that? It's because freedom frightens the shit out of them because they weren't given the proper internal constitutional republic about how to be a free being and take care of yourself and own yourself and own your actions and your deeds, both good and bad, and own the responsibility for your life. You always need everybody else around you. Now, there's nothing wrong with having others around you. There's nothing wrong with employing the social side of yourself or working on teams and these kind of things. But at what cost? Is there an extreme to that? Where you give up yourself and your mind just to participate in the crowd? And is that worth it? I say no. I say look at the evidence all around you. It's not worth it. It's going to require a great deal of strength, fortitude, internal sovereignty, self-knowledge, health, internal health on all levels in order to be able to pull yourself away from the crowd that is currently, in my opinion, going off the edge of a cliff by auto-hypnosis suggestion, by the way. They're not doing it consciously. This is subconscious now. This is subconscious. So the way out is in. That's what we've been saying for a while. Learn about how this works. You know, the great book. I've showed it many times. I just have a big stack of books hanging out with me here. Can't emphasize it enough. There's your homework. Engineering of Human Consciousness by Jim Keith. Go read it. So many good books on this. And it's not to frighten you. It's to awaken you. Sometimes we need a cold shower to awaken, recognize our potential and make solutions in our lives that'll work because we're going to start having to ask that question right now because clearly the crowd wants tyranny. The crowd wants freedom from freedom. The crowd wants the ministry of truth 
to tell them the bullshit lies that's coded in a big red ribbon called truth so that they can believe a comfortable lie and remain comfortably numb. That's what most people want. Avoidance of reality, avoidance of the self, avoidance of the kingdom of heaven within, avoidance of learning about who you are, why you're here, where you're going, and what kind of world you really live in. Who owns it? Who runs it? Who manages it? And what are their agendas? To even think about that requires a lot of internal strength. So shout out to anybody that's still watching this stream and hasn't gotten triggered and flipped out and turned it off. You are a special person right now that knows deep down whether you fully get everything I'm breaking down here or not. Or maybe you're even smarter than me and you know more than I do about it. Either way, you know deep down that there's something true to it. And now you're in the place where you have to find the strength in order to survive the zombie apocalypse. That's what this is. So I hope we can listen to these stories right now from Cuba, which, I mean, think about that. Is it interesting, the timing of this? I've often, I often ask myself, I wake up in the morning, I look at the news, and I'm just continually blown away by the timing of all these things. I, I posted a, something on Twitter, and I got a few tweets to go through with you as well. Um, I posted something on Twitter where I'm basically like, I feel like I'm waking up in, a, in like every movie I've ever watched every day. It's kind of creepy. But here, let me get into some of the tweets because I got some good stuff for you. If you didn't follow me on Twitter, um, just give me a sec to switch this up. Boom, share audio. Okay. Let's do Twitter. You can follow me at DW Truth Warrior. I'll stay there as long as I can. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm allowed to be there for. I'm kind of, it's weird how they haven't gotten rid of me, but they definitely have chopped my followers down big time. But that's okay. We know what's up. Um, look at that nice banner. I made it with Canva, by the way. Okay, this is just funny. This is just funny. Let's do this one. I just want to make sure I can hear this. And make sure you guys are looking. Okay, good. Sorry, I got. I need more multiple screens so I can see stuff. So what you're trying to say is you got sick from a virus you've been vaccinated from by an unvaccinated person who isn't sick, who is carrying the virus. Did I hear that right? I did hear that right? <laughs> okay, can you actually hold that thought for me for a second? <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Stupid mother fucking wake the fuck up, dumbass. <laughs> oh, sh it was still funny. You got a little crazy there, but it was still funny. Um, yeah, that's that's the logic we're dealing with here. That's the logic we're dealing with. And it's, it's quite shocking that people can't see through that. Um, here's another, this, this is another thing we need to know about this because this is another thing that propagandists do is they don't, they know that if they keep beating you over the head with experts and doctors and scientists, that that's just not going to compute after a while. They need to keep the lie simple make it big and keep repeating it so that eventually you believe it. And who better to do that than some celebrities?
Okay, so uh, which celebrity was this again? Hold on. I don't know. She's one of them. Here you go. It's important to have conversations with friends and family members encouraging all communities to get vaccinated and actually get to a vaccination site, which you can do more easily than ever before, given how many sites we have and how easy it is to find them at vaccines.gov. <laughs> Here, uh, we'll just fire a bunch of money at you if you'll read our script for us. Sure. Sounds good. Can I perform at the Grammys? Sure. Um... What's another good one? Okay, this is the one where I'm like, I feel like I'm waking up in a movie. This is, so you guys see what's going on in South Africa? This is crazy. I'm going to move this screen over. Can I move this screen over? Sorry, I just want to see if I can have a better eye on this. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, South Africa. What's happening over there, man? Is it already a failed state? Look at Cars, this. shots out, left chair. Millions of rands with the stuff littering everywhere. Mass looting. Massive warehouse on fire. Rioting, no, burning. Petrol station looted. Appliances and millions of rands with the stuff all over. Trucks, forklifts all over the road. And here are some shops in the background. Millions of rands with the stuff. Like. Unbelievable. Trucks abandoned everywhere. Trucks burnt out on the road. What's the truck, huh? This is Queen 90 Drive, Oaks, by the petrol station. Now, this morning. Like, it's, it's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. What's going on all at once? And then, oh my God. <laughs> what are the odds? that like right look at the, where this this is lightning guys lightning it didn't hit this side of the mural it hit right in the middle at 4 30 destroying the george floyd mural <laughs> it's like what what is happening how like that is amazing was that was that planned is that natural event that was just the biggest coincidence of all time i don't know but pretty crazy pretty crazy um okay this one so this this is how they do it and i wanted to bring this up just to show you what i'm talking about with this propaganda mockingbird stuff the ministry of truth ctv news in canada says that ontario's chief medical officer dr kieran moore says that he's absolutely expecting a surge of covid19 cases in september <laughs> so yes, we are in a momentary prison yard recess in Canada and they need to, the, this is how these people work. They got to warn you. They got to see the subconscious. You're going to go, yeah, yeah, whatever. But at least I can go surfing and at least I can go vacationing a little bit, even though I still have to stay in Trudeau's COVID prison gulags when I come back to Canada at my own expense. Um, but right now they're trying to get you the feeling, oh, we're opening up. I got friends of mine calling me and going, hey, I'm going to reopen my business and we're all going to just go back to normal. Everybody's getting the vaccine. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know what else to tell these people anymore. They are prepping you for another lockdown. I think it's pretty obvious and especially the evidence over the past uh, 16 months or so, they are trying to play open and close with you. Let's hope they fail. 
Let's get some Reiner Fulmich uh, lawsuits going or something. And then, yeah, that was that clip uh, for Jacinda. How do you say her name? Jacinda? That creature in New Zealand. We're the truth now. You don't need anybody else. We're your mommy and daddy. Don't trust anybody but us, the government. Signed, the government. Now, here's some good news. Carl Vernon, he says that two of the biggest nightclub chains in England have rejected the plans for passports, saying they will open on Monday without them. No one wants this shit. Yeah, th this is what we have to do, guys. Forget about waiting around until the end of time for some political solution, okay? We the people are the solution. We stop complying with this en masse as they're doing in France, and it's over, okay? And we need big players to step up here now. So seeing some nightclubs in England and, and then do, do not forget the size of the protest that went down in London, England over this past year. Literally historic, historic levels of numbers of people in the streets protesting this. It's starting in France right now. It's starting in Cuba right now. Um, but big time in London. So to my fellow uh, patriots in Britain, God love you for getting Brexit, but now it's time to uphold your vote. Now it's time to live free. Now it's time to resist by non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. Don't get violent. Don't get crazy. That's not what we're saying. We don't need that kind of war. That's not the war. That's the war they would love. You don't fight the bully on their own turf in their own manner. You fight them with strategy and you win without even firing a shot. You win where it really hurts them the most, which is the optics and helping to reshape the narrative in the public mind and heal them from this mind control and open your gyms, open your restaurants, open your stuff up, no vaccine passports. No, we're not scanning you every time you come into our place. It has to happen en masse. And we need to boycott any company, private business, corporation, anything that upholds this absolute violation of human rights. I could care less what you think about vaccines. This is about freedom. And if you, if you give over this line now, here in this situation, do you really think they're going to stop here? They are setting new precedents, right? Remember, you got to take away the old traditions of things like, I don't know, freedom, and you got to replace them with new traditions like, I don't know, tyranny. It's not going to stop here. So even if you got the shots and you're super happy about it, join the fight for freedom because they're coming to your door next. Trust me. And then look at this. There's more studies coming out. Oh, the amount of studies scientifically, the real science that they were telling us, trust the science, trust the science. The amount of real science that's come out to show that this is all bollocks is unbelievable. Look at this. Data from the Israeli health ministry shows that in the latest wave, vaccinated people are 6.7 times more likely to be infected than those who had COVID previously. So they're talking about natural infection, which we've already known about this. Uh, Dr. Yeadon, Mike Yeadon, former vice president of Pfizer, Pfizer, uh, he came out and was talking about the numerous publications that have been done for decades showing that if you get any kind of virus like this naturally and you clear it naturally, you have immunity for decades, if not for life, because that's just how the body works. So they had to change science in order to make all this stuff fly.
Who does that? Who changes science? Tyrants. Uh, oh, and then I was telling you guys to go to this poll. Do you support a call from business groups for Ontario to implement a new COVID-19 vaccination passport system? Like, why are they polling everybody all the time? Every day I see these polls coming from mainstream media. You know what they're doing? They're prepping the back of the subconscious mind, getting you ready. And they're trying to find out if you'll do it by consent. That's what they want to know. So let's actually, will it show if I go? No, it won't. Uh, I'm just going to check on the poll. Not like this. Nice. 64% no, 36% yes. Yeah, it's like 60-30, 70-30 split, I think, when it comes to this. I keep seeing all these different polls done by all the media here. And it's about 60% say no. So I don't know what the hell's going on with these 30%. Well, I do. It's all the propaganda, but it's unbelievable. Um, here we got some uh, protesters. France. Vive la resistance! Oh, I keep going back all the time. Let me go back down. Sorry, I got some more. Go France. Get that bastard out. Oh, here's the one. Um, here's the one where they're, it's so funny how they're like, new Biden admin threatens that any refugee from Cuba fleeing the communist regime and trying to reach the US will be turned away. Well, it's funny how it's all picky choosy, right? Honduras, Middle East, Mexico, third world countries. Totally good. We need some more voters. Uh, oh, people fleeing communist countries that are going to come and tell us in America not to become a communist country. No, 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 no. We can't have that. I'm not going to play the clip. You guys can go and watch it. Oh, and then look at this. Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe strikes again. These people are sick. Yeah, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. Look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her. Like a little lady in a race car. Yeah, I love those. I can't. No, no, stop it. I can't hear it again. I can't hear it again. <laughs> what a creep. How the hell is this guy in any kind of public office? How's he even walking the streets right now? Maybe they're letting him. Setting some traps. Who knows? Uh, okay, here we go. This is just a, I was just trying to make a point here. This is globalnews.ca, georgesorosnews.ca. Uh, treating COVID-19 like the seasonal flu rather than a virus that needs to be eradicated may be the only way forward, experts say. You don't say. Who's been telling you that from the beginning of this? From the beginning of this. I could list the names of experts that have come out and said it from March 2020. And yet now you're going to start to circle back now you're going to tell us what my comment was? People have been censored, fired from their jobs, ridiculed and ostracized for saying this months ago, and some have been saying it from day one. People have died due to government policy. Businesses and people's lives have been destroyed. If this statement is true now, it's been true from the beginning. Hashtag Nuremberg 2. Because this is, cr this is criminal that they're now just like, oh, we just, uh, you know, well... 
Looks like uh, some more experts are saying that you guys were right all along. Oops, our bad. Yeah, you just destroyed the world. So you think we're going to forgive you? Wrong. I was being a little cheeky here, showing you, you know, trying to comp. This is all about, I'm trying to combat the propaganda, right? Because for these people, up is down, left is right, truth is lies. So you got to switch it around in people's minds. This vaccine is not safe and it's not effective. The vaccine is not mandatory. They're going to tell you it is, but it ain't. It ain't because free, I'll, well, I'll get to that. It ain't mandatory. This vaccine is a vaccine. Nope, it's not. Even in their own documents, they call it a gene therapy, but it's an experimental, you guys know what's up. Uh, the media would never lie to you. <laughs> After the, watching this presentation today, I hope you'll think twice about believing this statement that the media would never lie to you. And we've got the solutions, guys. The ivermectin, HCQ, your own immune system that got human race here. They exist. Free people don't ask for permission. Especially from tyrannical governments and lying media. We are the media now. This is how we reframe our thinking, guys. We are the media now. You're the media. I'm the media. We're the fact checkers now. Turn the tables. Think about it. If the government and the media were supposed to be there to serve us, the people, and they've betrayed us and they have allegiances elsewhere and they're serving other agendas and they're not serving us anymore, well, then they're fired. And if they won't leave, we're going to just build something better and then eventually they're going to be the minority and then they're gone. See ya. Because truth wins in the end. Write it on your wall. Oh, this was a good one from David Lloyd Williams. Keep calm. Everything they do and say is designed to wear you down and break your resistance. Vaccines cannot be imposed on you in international law. They are trying to panic you into compliance. We are a solid growing army of resistance. Don't break ranks. Stand firm. And I just said, yeah, they're going to lose this fight and they're going to lose badly. And then, yeah, Denny Rancourt. Go check out the interview that I did with him. You can go to my Rockfin channel. Go to my stack, which is just their way of saying playlist, and go and look for Corona Chronicles. And you will see my interview there with Denny Rancourt. You can also get it on iTunes and Podbean. Um, he says this, do not trust science. Practice valid scientific methods, period. Actual science never asks to be trusted. Science asks you to think independently and always be willing to re-examine. Re That's all. And I'm just like, yep, end of debate. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know when this story, is this a new story? This is just kind of me following Plans up from my- and oh, President oh. Trump knows about- Hold on, hold on. This is just me following up on uh, some of the alien stuff I went through yesterday and Monday's show. I don't know. What do you think about this story? I have no idea. I'm just playing it. The news is really into this now. NBC, here we go. Aliens exist and President Trump knows about it. That's according to Israel's former space security chief. In an interview with an Israeli newspaper, he said the aliens have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. NBC News chief global correspondent Bill Neely explains this one. Hi, Alison. Well, this is quite a story, and it comes from the man who headed Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years. Chaim Eshed 
is making the extraordinary claim that the United States and Israel have been in contact with a group of aliens for years, not immigrants, but extraterrestrials. He has called them the Galactic Federation of Aliens, and he says President Trump is aware of the existence of these aliens and had been on the verge of revealing their secrets, he claims, but was asked not to do so by the Federation in order to prevent what he calls mass hysteria. Well, the retired general says the US and Israel have kept it from the public because, quotes, humanity isn't ready and the aliens don't want to reveal themselves until humanity can evolve, he says, and understand what space really is. Well, the good news is that he claims an agreement has been reached between the US government and the aliens, a contract to do experiments here. There's also, he says, a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. Now, this former head of a branch of Israel's defense ministry is 87. He was very well respected, at least until now. And he said all this in an interview oh, with an Israeli newspaper in Hebrew. Cold. But it's really taken off after parts of it were published in English by the Jerusalem Post today. He says he's come forward now in the hope that his news will be accepted as true. He notes that if he'd made these claims five years ago, he would have been hospitalized. But now he says, I've got nothing to lose. Well, so far, President Trump has not tweeted about this, though remember a year ago, he did set up the Space Force as the fifth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces. <laughs> very, very interesting. Very interesting. I'm actually not going to comment on this one. I'm just going to let you let you think for yourself on this one, okay? All right. Let's stop sharing Twitter. <clears throat> um. If I can find my thing. Okay. So. We're headed into. Well, we're coming up. Where are we? What's the date again? We're mid-July. Time's ticking. Time is ticking. Fall is coming. Uh, the. You know what I should look up? Is. Oh, I was going to look up the stats. You guys know how to go find the VAERS data. Go to VAERS data and then look at COVID-19. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible that they are not even flinching on the amount of deaths and injuries to this shot. And they are working overtime to get them now in children. This is going to be the next thing. And it's already happening and it's just horrifying. Um, and I don't know what the full solution to that is because it's already, there's just so many people doing it at this point. It's, it's not in our hands anymore. And I think it's important that we try to, um, focus on what we can control and it might be kind of pointless to try to persuade everybody at this point. I mean, if, if people are not awake yet and they're just going to keep blindly trusting these people. Uh, I don't know if they're savable. I really don't. I, I would love to think differently, but I'm at that point, as I'm sure many of you are, where the propaganda and the mind control is so thick that there's no way to really shake people out of it until they experience it for themselves. And then sadly might be too late. Uh, what that goes for everything with the shot, with the, the way our governments are going, our economy's going, everything. Um, and so the, but what do, does give me hope 
is the amount of people that are saying no. And um, it is good to see so many people rising up in all these different countries and fighting back. Uh, it's good to see even some of the stuff coming out on, you're starting to see some of it even come out on mainstream news. I mean, even the fake news can't avoid it because their ratings are so crap. They have no choice. And who did that? We did that. We did that. I hear there's going to be some more alternative media platforms coming out. I, I'm not, I'm not on Getter yet. Uh, but you guys know about Getter. It's another one. Uh, there's going to be more rolling out. Uh, the one thing, oh, I do want to show you this because I think there's going to be some interesting developments when it comes to, as all this information comes out about the elections and the COVID stuff and the trials begin and more and more protests are happening. It's interesting how we're already getting some stories hitting the press with other examples. This, this kind of reminds me of the way it went down with Myanmar, the Myanmar Republic there with the election fraud, how while this was playing out in the US with the elections and the audits and all that and that whole fight, there was a situation in Myanmar where they had a similar situation where the, the, they believed the election was rigged and then the military went in, staged a coup and took over and seized power. And so we've, we've been watching that in the background as the US has been doing a different approach of going through the audit process, trying to get the people involved because um, I really don't think they want to do a military coup like that. Although I think at this stage, the military might be the only solution because all the civil levels of government are totally compromised. But we've been watching that simultaneously, right? And it's just, again, the timing of all that is really interesting to me. So what's going on? And then now we got this happening in Cuba. We have this suddenly, we're hearing about this Cuban uprising against the communist regime. And what do they do? The Cuban authorities block access to the internet in response to the protests. Who else has done this before? China has done this before. Um, and it makes you wonder, they're not just protesting with the media. The media got destroyed again by showing how fake news they really are in so many respects. Um, by talking about how these Cubans were just protesting because they didn't get enough vaccines. That's what they said. That's what they were saying. They're like, these people, these poor people, they're just in the streets because they didn't get all the vaccines shipped to them in time. No, that not the whole world does not care about the vaccine the way you think. These people are protesting the communist regime, period, end of story, and the destruction to their economy. But anyways, as that's coming out, they have no choice but to cut communications, communication blackout. Where have we heard that before? And will we be seeing something like this in the West as the cat gets pulled right out of the bag for the whole world to see on so many different issues all at once? Are they going to shut down communications? Are they going to shut down social media? Are they going to shut, try to shut down the internet? Or is this why we're hearing all these rumors about solar flares hitting the planet and hackers, you know, taking down infrastructure? Are they trying to seed that narrative so that they have a, a way out when, I mean, cause I hear they're, they're auditing Pennsylvania right now. And I hear that Pennsylvania was just a shit show when it came to this election and the fraud and it's been, oh, let's come back. Am I back? Yeah, I'm back. Uh, it was just, it, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be even bigger than Maricopa County. Um, 
And you notice that Biden did an emergency flight to go make a statement that, hey, it's a big lie. And why did they're compromising voter integrity and la, 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 la. It's like, well, they're not. They're just investigating to make sure you guys didn't steal it because we know you did. There's no way you got 81 million votes. It's impossible. And I don't even care people whether they like Trump or not. That's not what this is about. This is about election integrity and showing the Western world that they're all these people been selected and put in power to destroy your country. So that's coming out. Are they going to shut down social media there? Are they going to, the, the, the banning is people are getting banned big time right now. Is it going to go to the next level? And then will they actually shut the, will there be a communications blackout? Um, you know, we got to think about that. Might have to go back to carrier pigeons for a little bit, get this information out. Who knows? Um, but if, if think about it, what's, what's the only real option that they have? I mean, you've got a, this war, they're attacking us on multiple fronts and there's resistance to each one of these separate attacks on multiple fronts happening. And those resistances are really starting to gain momentum. I hear these Nuremberg type trials are set to start in courts and they're going to start setting legal precedents um, on the pandemic. So it seems like pandemic and election are really, really big coming out right now. Then we're going to get into all the other stuff. It's just going to keep going. And if any one of these big subjects get blown wide open, critical mass, undeniable, irrefutable, the public is going to go, well, I guess the conspiracy theorists were right. And what does that tell us about big tech, media, government, history? What else have they been lying to us about? And then Pandora's box is open and these people are screwed. And they are petrified about that. So this is why I'm telling you guys, you're hearing a lot of scary predictions and information out there. And who knows how this is going to come, come to a head. But the bad guys aren't the only ones in town, okay? Just know that. Just know that. Keep telling yourself that. We're here. You're here. We're going to keep pushing this out. We're fighting this propaganda. We're trying to get to the truth. We might not be perfect, but we're trying our best. And there's good people fighting all over the world from every strata of society, in every industry, from the average Joe to brilliant intellectuals and top level experts in their fields, whistleblowers, insiders, and it's just going to keep going. And now whoever's running and managing this entire situation, um, they're in a position where you can't put this away. You can't hide this anymore. You can't like if they're thinking about setting up a bunch of re, uh, what is it? What were they thinking of these uh, re-education FEMA camps or something or whatever they do in communist countries during takeovers like this, they're going to have to re-educate like hundreds of millions of people. And I have a feeling that those hundreds of millions of people will uh, give quite a fight before that shit just happens. So, uh, and more people are waking up every day. So, there's the positive silver lining. And even if the rest of the world stays asleep, I mean, you're awake. That's what I tell myself. I'm awake. I'm here. One day I'm going to die. It's going to be either of old age or an accident or something. Or who knows? Uh, I'm just here till, to do what I can to the end. And um, my microphone's my weapon of choice here. I'm not here advocating violence. I don't think that's the way. I have to keep saying that because... I believe it. And also, I don't want to get any knocks on my door. Um, 
But I think that if we continue to empower ourselves right now and get in, get with like-minded people and just, if you got friends and family that aren't with you on this and not catching it and they're stuck and they've, they've been hooked by project mockingbird, MK ultra, just walk away. It's hard. It's hard. I know it's hard, but what other choice do you have? Surround yourself with people that are warriors like you. Prepare yourself for periods of time where things might get shut down and things might get chaotic. See that footage from South Africa, whew. Chicago and other places. Um, you know, be ready. Have those backup supplies. Have a plan. Know where your know your neighbors. Know who you can trust. Know where you can get food. What if there's food shortages? These kinds of things, right? Um, and the good news is that there's a lot of people that work in farming, agriculture, uh, etc., that are aware. And they even they own big companies too. They are aware of the fact that you know Bill Gates is buying up all this farmland and there's a whole thing going on with food shortages because they want to create the illusion of scarcity. This planet is abundant, folks. We can survive. We don't need these people. There's more than enough food and water and skill and good people that know how to do that stuff. So learn some fishing, learn some hunting, learn how to defend yourself, learn how to store, learn how to jar stuff, grow some gardens, get in touch with your community. I want to take one of these courses on how to use ham radios. I want to learn that stuff and just do do what you can. You can't learn it all. You can't learn it all, but uh, surround yourself with people that have those missing pieces of the puzzle that see things the way you see them. And this is where we come together and show these tyrants that we don't need them. We don't need their system. We don't need their 11 major corporations that own all the shelf space. We're going to go find the family owned companies that run it properly and do it right. We're going to, we don't need their food chain supply. We can create our own food chain supply. We don't need we don't want their health recommendations. We don't need We don't need any of that anymore. We can make our own way. And the more people that go and make their own way and create communities of people that think like that, the harder of a job they're going to have to try to mop everybody up here. Just don't go down without a fight. That's all I'm saying. And the fight is won by peaceful noncompliance and creating better solutions. Buckminster Fuller concept. Create a superior system. Old system dies on its own, right? It's like a keto. You just, the attack comes at you. You just step out of the way and let the attacker break their own skull. That's their own karma. And that's how this has to play out. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it. I hope this helped you out, gave you some things to think about. Um, I'm going to go and put all the links and slides over on my telegram. Be sure to go find me on telegram, DW truth warrior, go join in there. I also have a private chat group in there. You can join um, if you want to converse a little bit, sorry, I can't always be in there and get back to everybody's messages. Uh, I do my best, but I'm pretty busy these days. Um, and I'll post all the stuff for you guys. So you have all the sources and then feel free to contribute your own. Feel free. This is an ongoing, we're doing this together. We're investigating together. I'm not in a position of authority over you. I'm not here to provide propaganda to you. Um, we have to work together to try to crack this and, uh, and stick together on this and research this together. So any help is welcome. Um, if any of these shows that I do or clips or videos or posts, uh, resonate with you, give them a like, give them a share, help me get the word out about this show, uh, so we can reach more people 
And I appreciate all of you guys, every single one of you tuning in and supporting. Um, thanks to everybody on uh, Foxhole for the amazing gold pills contributions. I love you all. And also on DLive and Rockfin and Twitch. Thanks to everybody. I got a lot more coming your way. Um, and what else was I going to say? I did have one more. I did have one more announcement. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't forget that I made that website for my sponsor, truthwarriorswitch.com. We made that website to provide solutions. I'm going to be adding even more to it trying to do what we can to fund alternative media to uh, get people thinking differently about where they spend their money, finding better solutions um, and think like that guys. That's what you do. You go and you, if you see businesses that are opening up and they're going along with the tyranny, don't support them. Simple as that. Starve the beast. Uh, whether they're small businesses, big corporations, doesn't matter. Just this is what it is now. So Let's uh, be wise with where we spend our time, money, and energy. And in the end, we're going to win. I know it. I know it deep down. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And I'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Cheers.